Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. God damn! Everybody, all the mothers who like murder, but especially... Oh, but especially... (laughs) We have a really super, very awesome special Mother's Day edition for you. And that is that somebody is an amazing daughter Mm -hmm. and requested that we give Angela a shout out for Mother's Day. That's from Grace, by the way. It's not every Angela, just this one (laughs) Angela. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know. We could blanket it. But you're right. Yes. Your daughter Grace is amazing. And she reached out to us on Instagram and she was like, yo, my mom digs your podcast. Can you give her a shout out for Mother's Day? And we were like, hell yeah, we will. Mm. So here it is, Angela. Yeah. Happy fucking Mother's Day. Thanks for being a fucking awesome mom. Yeah. You sound amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like one of our friends. Also, all the other Angelas, you're pretty cool too. I mean, I guess. <laughs> We're all about being inclusive. All right, all right. Yeah, all the other Angelas are probably pretty awesome too. But then all yeah. of the other mothers and all of the fathers and single fathers or whatever the fuck else if you want to get real inclusive. Because I know some people yeah. that get real upset about it. They're like, but my dad yeah, raised that's true. me. I'm like, all right, That's well, true. Listen, if your dad was a Mr. Mom or if you are a dad who was a Mr. Mom, fucking happy fucking girl. Mother's Day. We're still calling it Mother's Day, though. Yeah, this one's for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw a line. <laughs> Just like, for some reason, I will not give up the word prostitute. <laughs> I'm still going to call it Christmas, goddammit. <laughs> Oh my god, when did I turn into this old person? Right? Jesus. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, but this Angela must be extra special because she gave birth to Grace. Hail? Yeah. I actually don't know the logistics of their relationship, so who knows if she actually gave birth. That's true. She could be an adopted (laughs) kid or a foster kid. We don't know. Or she could have been a... Maybe she's really her sister and posing as her mother her whole oh, goddamn life yeah let's just give them all a fucking fucked up family complex you know what i think happened <laughs> <laughs> i said complexed That's what I think oh happened. god grace is real mom <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't the best but then angela came in and she was like no i'm gonna pretend to be her mom forever Ooh, I bet that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm, probably. Yep. So, so Grace, go Angela. I'm sorry this is how you found out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It had to happen. <laughs> it was bound to happen. <laughs> oh, God. This is, you know, quite possibly one of the greatest shout outs, a.k.a fucked up ones <laughs> yeah listen you ask for something nice from us and we instantly have to go like <laughs> let's just bring it down a few the worst notches. yeah the <laughs> worst direction god damn it anyway happy mother's day everybody yeah y'all are awesome and if you're not mm-hmm. fucking step your game up that's right you learned it here first <laughs> <laughs> so you got big plans for mother's day are you fucking going out are you going to the fucking yeah. supermarket go, to get supplies go have a endless mimosa brunch yeah god and i wish and just turn into day drinking mm-hmm. end up at the bar yeah you know get my boot scooting boogie on mm-hmm. gonna go dancing with all those people yeah <laughs> yeah i'm a two-step well it's just turned About into a fantasy away. real quick <laughs> <laughs> hell no i ain't got no plans no i'm gonna chill at home just like i did last sunday <laughs> i know right i'll have my kids so i'll be a mother <laughs> yeah 
Well, all right. Should we start with my goddamn? Yeah, I'm dying to hear it. Okay. So please tell me, Erin, what's your goddamn? Well, I got my fucking Mother's Day present early, and I got... what's your kit? I got a brand new phone. (laughs) Dude, you fucking... It was about time. (laughs) It was about time. It had been like, I don't know, fucking five years I had the iPhone where they're like, we won't trade that one in anymore. <laughs> like, we don't want it. Yeah. It's a brick. I fucking use it as a paperweight. I don't know. I don't care what you do with it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I'm surprised it still worked, minus the fact that literally last week's goddamn was that the screen was falling off like a pop socket. Mm-hmm. Which is the only reason I got a new phone. It was still fine. I mean, the battery yeah. only lasted like, I don't know, 30 minutes, but it was fine. Well, you know, listen, now you have a new phone and it's going to last like 18 years until you start charging it all the time and it will soon die in 30 minutes again. Mm-hmm. Just like the other one, you know, that's how yep. I, but it'll last for quite a few years, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be fine. Well, congratulations. Happy fucking Mother's Day to you. Thanks. Which also tells me I'm probably not getting anything for Sunday. <laughs> no, you already opened your shit. Yeah. <laughs> womp, womp. But that's a pretty good Mother's Day gift. It is a real good one, yeah. Yeah, instead of like a macaroni necklace, get out of here with that shit. Right? Ain't nobody want I that. I mean, I, w- I will wear a macaroni necklace, don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody ever wears them. You just like oh. put them around your rearview mirror. <laughs> I wear them. <laughs> I wear everything my child makes. I'm like, oh my God, does it match my eyes? <laughs> that's Thank beautiful. Thank you for this. What are those called? Pipe cleaner bracelet. Oh, yeah. That is now rusted and giving me fucking rabies. Tetanus. Not rabies. What do you get? Lockjaw. Tetanus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stacy, give me your goddamn. Ooh, I could go on forever. I guess here's a good time to do a quick update from my last week's goddamn, which is not my goddamn. All but right. Pops was sick last week. He's still in the hospital, unfortunately, but he is doing better. It was a rough go. This last week has been pretty shitty. Yeah. But today has been the first good day. Since he's been in the hospital. Oh, good. Yeah. So there's that. So there's that quick update. But my real goddamn for this week is Mm -hmm. that last night, I think it was, I was looking at my feet and I'm like, Jesus, titty fucking Christ. I need to like trim these toenails, do something. (laughs) Something's going on down there, right? Like I haven't looked down there going. (laughs) Yeah. There's and they were all different shapes and sizes and there was like dirt (laughs) embedded in them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I look like a hobbit. So... (laughs) So I pulled out my little nail kit, and I have like 1,800 of them, but this one was the easiest to access. And it had one of those like uh, big fatty files in it, you know, and they always have like print, and it's always like Christmas trees or reindeer or some shit because you get them for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I was doing my thing with the clippers or whatever, and my oldest son, who's three and a half or whatever, he walks up and he's like, oh, like super stoked. Haven't seen this toy before. (laughs) And so he's asking me like what all the little tools do, and I'm telling him, and then he picks up the big old nail file. And he's like, what's this? I know what he's going to do with it, and I hate it. (laughs) This is my goddamn. He starts rubbing it on his skin like he's buffing his arms. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, baby, don't do that. No, no, it's just for your nails. So then he took it and then he like ran it across like the flat part of his nails, like where you put the polish and just like scrape the shit out of them. And I could hear him. And I got goosebumps because I didn't feel good. And I was like, no, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. Jesus. And then because of my reaction, he started laughing and thought that this was funny. And then so he would do it over and over again. And he was like rubbing it on his face. I can't even talk about it. Oh, that's gross. 
And then he walked up to me and he did it to my arm really fast. And I was like freaking out. <laughs> like, I didn't know I had this phobia of fucking emery boards on skin. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. I fucking bird the psycho is what I'm trying to tell you. To be honest, what I thought you were going to say he was going to do was put it in his mouth and like bite it, like file <gasps> his teeth. Have you seen? Yes, I have. And I was going to say that to you. strange addiction. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, that girl ate fucking emery boards. <laughs> I think I vividly remember watching that and then texting you and being like, turn the TV on. Yeah. Because this breezy is eating an emery board. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember no, her you. like scraping <laughs> it on her teeth. Oh, no. so fucking gross. Oh, God damn. No, I don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Which, though... It brings me to uh, Brandon was cleaning the grill, but he brought it inside and like was scrubbing some flat part with like a, not a wire brush, but like a hard brush, you know, uh-huh. and it was making like the sound and I was oh. trying to talk to him in the kitchen while he was doing it. And then I was suddenly like I had chills and I was like, I can't be in here while you're doing that. And he's like, why? And I was like, it hurts my teeth. And it's he like looked, the worst sound. Yeah, he looked at me like I was dumb. Like, <laughs> it hurts your teeth. And I was like, yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I can't be in here. <laughs> I hate it. You got to stop that. Oh, Ugh, it's the worst. It. Oh, but then, okay, he was rubbing his shit all over his body, right? <laughs> and then later he goes, uh, what are these things on my fingers? And he had given himself like a thousand fucking hangnails from like buffing his skin and I was like those are hangnails and he was like do we just rip them and he started pulling and I was like oh my god what the fuck is wrong with this kid man (laughs) he didn't seem to care and I didn't overreact at this one because I was like oh if he gets a good one that's gonna suck he's gonna learn a lesson real quick but he didn't seem to mind and then he forgot about it but I am never letting him touch a nail file ever again yeah no you shouldn't not until he's 18 not in my presence you're an adult now here you go I trust I can trust you with this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. Anyway, so that gave me the fucking heebie goddamn jeebies. Yeah. No, thank you. I fucking bet. All right. Well, on that lovely note, are you ready for my story? I'm so ready. Okay, so this week's episode is a Mother's Day related one yes and oh yeah should we do the intro like we never remember to do so hey everybody welcome to i said goddamn episode 87 evidently according to aaron yep okay so as i was saying previously this week's episode is a mother's day murder (gasps) really you chose a mother's day one i did i was keeping it light and fresh you know (laughs) nice yeah so we can all be sad about death on mother's day i love it is it a mom that gets murdered (laughs) (laughs) well you're about to find out i guess or is it a mom that does the murdering god so many options Ooh, it could be so many things (laughs) all right in 2009 stacy burns yes (gasps) stacy spelled ey too Okay, so 2019, Stacey Burns was a 41-year-old woman who lived in a large colonial-style house in Wolfboro, New Hampshire. She fancy. I know. I want to live in a large colonial-style house. Yeah. What is colonial-style? Is that the one with the wraparound porch? I That's it. In my head, I picture 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Where a cat is sitting on the porch, and she's reading a book, and she's so, mm. And then Heath Ledger comes up and is like, I just got you. Yeah, are you drawing? That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Is Heath Ledger here? (laughs) 
<laughs> sounded just like him. <laughs> I channel him occasionally. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, with like the big old columns and pretty and all that shit. Yeah. You know, like the typical East, wait, yeah, East Coast. What's that shit called? Like Cape Cod Victorian. shit? I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing in Same every things. kind of. My grandparents have a Cape Cod style house on account of they live in Cape Cod. <laughs> so they probably have a colonial style house. Oh my God, I'm dying. Okay. There's no yeah. wraparound porch. <laughs> God, that's well, what they we're are talking about. Fucking missing out. <laughs> anyway, so she lived in fucking New Hampshire. <laughs> All right, got it. She worked as a school nurse at a local elementary school and she was the mother to five children. Ooh, goddamn. That's too many kids. I guess it's not too many, but it's fucking a lot. It's a lot, though. That's a lot, though. So 20 years prior to this, to 2009, she, she was met pregnant. a man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's where I'm going. We're going to jump back in time. All right. Uh, she had met a man by the name of Ed Burns when she was a student, and Ed was a merchant marine. And mm-hmm. the two quickly fell in love, and they got married in 1992. I'm telling you basically how she got five kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stacy's brother says that the first time that he had met Ed, he found him to be a little eccentric and referred to him as an interesting fellow. So there's that. Okay. But what brother wouldn't say that? But he's a merchant marine? Yeah. I don't think I've ever referred to a marine as eccentric. Well, I think uh, I think he's like, you know, what are those called? Like Alaskan king crab fishers like he's gone for a couple months at a time okay and then comes back during fishing season like i don't know what fucking kind of fish he was catching but he'd leave for periods of time and then come back so i think that's what i don't think he was like literally a marine in like the military oh yeah oh i don't know that for a fact i just read merchant marine and assumed something different than what you assumed (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. He sold stuff in the Marines. <laughs> He's a merchant. <laughs> I had never heard of that before, but I stuck with like Marine part of it. <laughs> Do you want to buy a watch? <laughs> yeah. I Opens don't know. up his jacket. I got oh, like God. nine DVDs. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I think the, I, I'm going to go ahead and guess that it was more like, ship stuff like i'm out on a ship and i'm catching fucking tuna all the time i catch tuna (laughs) now that you say that it makes a lot more sense (laughs) (laughs) andy seems like a much more eccentric person than i originally (laughs) thought (laughs) oh god this is gonna be an interesting story isn't it yep (laughs) okay so he was a merchant marine they (laughs) fell in love and they get married in 1992 and his brother or Stacy's brother's like, he's kind of weird. Yeah. So by the time the couple was married for 10 years, they had had their five children already. So that's like fucking averaging one kid every two years. Yeah, that makes sense. It was common for Ed to be gone for months at a time out to sea, like I was saying. And while he was gone, Stacy would stay home with the kids and like keep them alive or whatever, right? Like she was a mom. Yeah, she's fucking crushing it. Yep. But whenever Ed would return home from a long trip, the couple would always butt heads because Ed was like used to being like, the boss man and Stacy was used to like running the ship at home so they would clash all the time yeah well and if you have fucking five kids and a goddamn routine and then somebody comes home and you're like 
oh, we're going to extend bedtime to 8.30. And you're like, excuse me, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that I live for that 7.30 bedtime? Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. He's not used to the routine. He's not used to being told what to do. She's not used to yeah. someone else fucking trying to share responsibilities. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that Ed was also known to be really controlling. Ooh. So... If Stacy went out anywhere, he would always ask her where she was going and where she went. And whenever she would tell him the truth, he would always just get really upset and accuse her of lying to him anyway. Mm-hmm. He would always criticize her and her parenting and would question the kids and the babysitter about Stacy's actions while he was away. Ew. First of all, if you're gone forever, you're not coming home and then criticizing my parenting because I will cut a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Did you do it better when you were fucking out at sea? Dick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Go suck a dick. <laughs> yeah. Which some people like sucking dicks. So maybe go suck a bag of crooked dicks. Because I don't know many that do like doing that. <laughs> hey, everybody has a kink, you know? That's true. <laughs> I'm not sure what Ed's was. So <laughs> whatever you don't enjoy, go do that, dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get out of here, dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it was even stated that he would make threats that he would cut off parts of Stacy's body. Like, I don't know how that would come about. Like, I'm going to cut off your arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he would, like, demand sex from her. And he Ew. would also burn her belongings <gasps> and belittle her in front of others. So he was a little intense. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, super asshole. Also, one time I was really mad at my brother and I told him <laughs> that I would cut off his toes while he was asleep. So that's how... Maybe that's it. That's how someone threatens to cut off body parts. <laughs> that's like the one threat that my brother fucking remembers too. And I'm like, yeah, man, I was pissed. <laughs> Ready to do yeah, it. I'll cut him still. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how it went down. Which, I mean, how dramatic to be like, he threatened to cut off her body parts. And then it's something like that. But he sounds like a pretty awful guy, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know their relationship or their story yet. Tell me about it. You will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So eventually, Stacy gets all fed up with Ed and his antics. And she's like, later loser. And she files for divorce nice. in 2008. Good for her. Yeah, I know. Go, Stacy. You got it. When she filed for divorce, he was actually out at sea when it happened. And so it like best really time to shocked it. him when he found out. Hell yeah. Especially if he's like, I'm going to kill you and them loud ass motherfucking pocket <laughs> dogs. Exactly. You want to get the fuck out when they're not home. We've said it before. We'd say it again. Fucking don't That's just claim right. it. Get the fuck out. That is right. So by Christmas of 2008, the couple were fully divorced and Stacy was a newly single mother of five. Yeah get it okay so shortly after her divorce stacy met a man by the name of jim vidham and he was the father of one of her son's friends mm-hmm. stacy's son and jim's son they actually played hockey together and so the pair would like chat it up at the games and it didn't take long for a romantic relationship to blossom between this the couple all right the pair good for her the two people yeah yeah get it girl how many kids does jim have Oh, I'm going to tell you. All right. Jim was a divorced father of two children, and he worked as a logger. Okay. Why is she picking these people who fucking leave for a long time? Doesn't a logger leave, too? (laughs) I think so. Well, I don't know if he's like a local logger. I guess. (laughs) Is he a swamp logger? I'm not sure. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so after about 
three months of dating. The couple were in love and moving fast, obviously, three months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jim had confided in Stacy that he was ready to move in with her and that they could all live like the Brady Bunch life. Like, I'll bring my kids. You'll have your kids. Ready to move in with her or ready to have her move in with him? Because the way that's phrased seems very like inviting yourself. Was Jim homeless? Yes. <sighs> yes. I don't know if he was homeless, but he was like, I want to move in with you because she had the beautiful big old home, mm, right? I guess. Yeah. Also, it was like her house was kind of like the fun house, you know, like everybody was always welcome. They would come in and out as needed, you know, like all the teenagers and their friends and shit. They always go stay the night there. Like it was like... I mean, it was a small community that she lived in, and everybody knew each other, and everybody knew that you could always go to Stacy's house. All right. So her house just sounds more fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't know anything about his house, but so far, I like her house a lot. <laughs> <laughs> his house sounds awful. <laughs> okay, so he's like, let's live this big old Brady Bunch life. But Stacy, she confided in her babysitter that she wasn't ready for that type of commitment. Ooh. Like, especially considering that she just got out of this 20-year abusive relationship and she'd been single for, like, I don't know, six months. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to, like, move in with somebody right away or buckle down. Yeah. Like, I kind of just want, like, a friends with benefits situation. This isn't going the way I want it to go. Yeah. Let's just fucking slow down. Pump the brakes. Yeah, exactly. Pump the brakes. Just fucking cool it. We're going to take this one slow. I was married. And he was too. He's divorced. He should get it. Yeah. Maybe he was divorced for a long time. I don't really know. So according to Stacy's friends, Jim didn't take too kindly to her saying no to him moving in because she was like, no, you know, listen, you're not going to move in with me yet. Let's just like slow it down. Oh. And he gets really upset. Uh Oh, I didn't know Jim was going to be the bad guy in this story. Well, is he? You All don't right. know. Hold on to your seat. Hold on to my butts. <laughs> all, all two of them. <laughs> the cheeks. So <laughs> Stacy eventually ended up breaking things off with Jim, right? Because he didn't have the right reactions. So she's like, all right, listen, let's just cool it. We're in yeah. it for different reasons. Let's not even see each other anymore. Whoa. All right. Well, and, and by that, I mean, like, let's not sleep with each other anymore. But yeah. the two remained friends. Okay. And then on May 10th, 2009, which was Mother's Day, Stacy and Jim had had plans to meet up at a lacrosse tournament that both of their daughters were competing in. However, mm-hmm. Stacy and her daughter never actually showed up to the game. So Jim was like, what the hell? And so he went to go looking for them and he went to Stacy's house. And when he got there, there was an ambulance in the driveway. Uh-oh. And he immediately feared the worst. Obviously, that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. That's when one of Stacy's daughters walked up to Jim and said, Jim, mom's dead. <gasps> and at first he thought maybe she had had an accident or something or that she had killed herself, which a fucking drastic thought, right? Like, I don't yeah. know their like relationship or her inner thinkings or what she shared with him. But like, whoa, everything that I read about her was like she was bubbly and awesome and everybody loved her and she was a pillar of the community. And then her like newest ex-boyfriend's first thought was like maybe she killed herself i'm like geez that's not the vibe i got from everybody else (laughs) yeah yeah it's a little fucking jump to conclusiony yeah a little weird too because it was quickly determined that stacy had been murdered in her own home while her children slept in the bedrooms (gasps) next to her that's fucked up so fucked up the kids didn't wake up I, okay, so there's not, like, I 
dug for a while, not as long as I really wanted to, but there was not a lot on what actually transpired in the home on the night of the murder. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the kids heard anything. I don't think so because of how she's found and everything like that doesn't indicate that they knew about it okay. or like that they heard anything happening unless yeah. it happened like right before they found her. Yeah. But it's not clear. There's not a lot of details. So what we do know is that early in the morning, she had been stabbed multiple times in her own bed. Ugh. She was stabbed multiple times in the face. And Ugh. she had other wounds on her body, but the face was the main target. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, that's some personal shit right there. Yeah. Well, and like a face stabbing doesn't necessarily kill you. I was thinking, like, the eye or something. Yeah, which, I mean, like, could hit, like, your brain and stuff, and that could kill you. But, like, there's a lot of bones in your face. Your skull's thick. Yeah. That's more like... like, Maybe it's, like, face and neck. That's more like, I want to fucking hurt you a lot, and I hate you as a person. Oh, that's pretty fucking intense hatred. Yeah. Ooh, that's awful. Ugh, yeah. Uh, so her house had been unlocked throughout the night, so there was no, like, forced entry or anything. But I guess it was pretty common for her to leave her house unlocked because, like I said, like, kids would come and go and all of that. Yeah. And her 15-year-old son was the one to find her. Oh, that's awful. No, it's so heartbreaking. I'm doing this off of memory, but I think he, like, went in to wake her up around, like, it was, like, 8 or 9 o'clock or something in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was normal for him to wake her up or if he was like, where's mom? Like, she's usually awake by now and then found her. Ugh. But they were saying that the murder happened earlier in the morning. So I'm guessing when he found her, she was dead. Yeah. But then it's weird that the ambulance came. But I guess if you don't know, when you just call 911 and you're like, my mom's been stabbed. Yeah. Well, they're going to send anybody. Like a 911 person might be like, oh, are they breathing? And a kid would be like, yeah. I don't know. And it, could a yeah. 911 person really be like, can you go check? Like, yeah. To a child? Just send them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking Ugh. let them out. Yeah. Okay. So everyone in the community was obviously super shocked. And it was clear that whoever had done this had been like pretty close with her because they knew that her house was unlocked and they didn't disturb any of the kids or anything. They just went straight to her room and stabbed her. Yeah. Like they knew where she would be and all that. Yeah, exactly. Get this. How crazy is this? More than 700 people attended her funeral. That's like how big her role in the community was. Damn. That's crazy. 700 people. Where do you put 700 people? Uh, Not here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know 700 people. (laughs) I know. That's pretty awesome that like she made that big of an impact to people. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad though. Ooh, girl. Tell me who did it. Tell me who did it. All right. So police obviously. What? Let me take a bet. Okay. I'm going with new boyfriend Jim. Why? What's your thing? Listen, ex-husband ex-husband there he was kind of an asshole but listen he had 20 years to fucking do something about his threats and stuff like i think he still really loved her in the end completely based on speculation (laughs) (laughs) everything i know about their relationship (laughs) yeah but the new guy he seems like listen he wanted to move in really quick Mm -hmm. i feel like he had ulterior motives Mm, and he felt bad being like fucking turned down basically so all right lay it on me okay see if i'm right so police, obviously, they immediately look to Jim and Stacy's abusive ex-husband, Ed, as prime suspects. So you're mm-hmm. on the right path here with the two that you're going to pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm essentially a detective. <laughs> uh, duh. 
What's odd is that Jim approached the police on his own and told them yep. point blank. <laughs> Don't get all mm-hmm. cocky. Guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guilty as fuck. <laughs> oh, she was telling me she was going to kill herself or Stab something. Stab herself in the face. If she was going to do it. That's how she was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. Okay. Right. What do so, you say? He goes what do you up, tell us? He goes up to the police and he says, point blank, that they need to consider him a prime suspect so that they can clear his name immediately because he just knew that Ed had killed Stacy and that Jim was going to be his reasonable doubt. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it could so have like, been I Jim. got this sick airtight alibi. Yeah. Let me tell you about my sick airtight alibi. And they were mm-hmm. like, all right, come have a seat. Do you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> do you know your rights <laughs> i just gotta put the laundry in <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you you want to talk to the lawyer no good okay here's a mic i'm gonna hit go <laughs> yeah okay so when ed was questioned about jim's accusations saying that it was for sure ed ed responded with that like old saying whenever you point a finger at someone there's always three more pointing back at you <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> so both of them are like blaming each other basically they're like i didn't do it it was for sure him yeah so as police start to unravel this mystery they start reaching out to stacy's friends and family and they learned that she had just seen her ex-husband ed two days prior to her death <gasps> Uh oh okay okay so let me tell you about this so the couple's divorce had been a pretty nasty one as you can imagine yeah, five kids. Yeah, and it's a lot of fucking child support. Ed was controlling. Yeah, exactly. that's a lot of child support. And <laughs> Ed wasn't the nicest guy, so they were having some issues. Yeah, he was shocked when she filed for divorce. He never like actually stopped threatening her or anything or abusing her. Mm-hmm. I guess he would threaten her with remarks like "death before divorce" and shit like that. Oh, shit. Listen, I didn't know this about Ed when I picked him as the good guy. (laughs) You did. You did give that caveat, though, that like everything you know at this point in time about their relationship. So it's okay. Yeah. We're not judging you yet. All Um, right. Okay. So but I guess things got really violent between the two. And well, Ed was being violent and abusive towards Stacy that Stacy had to file a restraining order on him while they were going through a divorce. But they were still having to co-parent, so they would be in each other's presence when they would do, like, the kids' drop-off and stuff. Yeah. And that's exactly what they were doing the two days prior to her death. So she had come to Ed's house to drop off their three youngest daughters because they were going to stay with Ed for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Stacy was allegedly nervous because on the following Monday, they were both due in court for some money dispute or something like that. So they were both kind of on edge, right? Like they were pissed at each other. They were going through court. It's not like they were like, hey, yo, what's going on? High five. We're nailing this co-parenting. It was like, here's your fucking kids and leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Talk to my lawyers. Exactly. So then that night that she dropped off the kids and everything, uh, Stacy had met up with a local man who she had recently started seeing and they went out to a dinner for a date hold up there's a third guy now? there's a third guy okay all right this guy's suspicious as fuck but we don't know <laughs> this guy's name all we know is that he is a local man and they had recently started seeing each other and they went out to dinner that night so all right local man all right local if we man. don't know his name i can guess he probably didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> can you okay so jim was still obviously having a hard time accepting the breakup 
And he had mm-hmm. heard that Stacy was going out to dinner with this man. And this motherfucker waited for them to come home from dinner in nope. Stacy's driveway and confronted Mm-mm. them. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. In an interview, he said something like, I'm sure you could call it stalking, but I look at it as I was watching out for her. Like something like that. Ugh. It wasn't a quote. But like, no, you're fucking well aware that you're stalking the shit out of her. And right? that is an uncomfortable fucking right? thing to do. Right. OK, stalker. Like what? Come on. If you have yeah. to say, I'm sure you could call it stalking. It's stalking. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Listen, it's not really stalking. I wasn't really stalking her. I was just driving by her house and following her everywhere she went. Yeah. <laughs> and just like keeping tabs on her every movement. Okay, yeah. so Jim confronts the other man, and they end up getting into an altercation. I don't know the details of who won or anything like that, but <laughs> dude fucking, like, staked out her driveway, which is and fucking crazy. And then went crazy. fisticuffs with her new boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. So right. after this disaster of a date, the following day, Stacy decides that she needed to meet up with Jim to have a chat, because obviously he's not getting the fucking picture. Yeah. She's like, fucking slow your roll. I'm with somebody else. Right? Chill the fuck out. Like, they had literally been broken up for weeks, and it was clear that he yeah. wasn't understanding that they were not together. And, like, he wasn't taking no for an answer, but that's not going to keep you around, so you have to take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't really get a choice when someone breaks up with you. <laughs> no. No. No, it has to be, like, two people have to agree. <laughs> Relationships should be consensual. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now this is the... the following day so now this is the day before she gets murdered okay so she meets up with jim and they talk to like make sure that it's very clear that they're no longer together they're not a thing like we can still be friends and everything but we're not in a relationship so you can't do shit like that back there yeah you can't fight my current boyfriends (laughs) yeah yeah and so jim didn't really like it but he was like okay 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 like you got it whatever message received yeah then according to jim stacy invited him to come in like to come over to her house and watch a movie with the kids and a few of their friends because they were like having a sleepover or some shit and so Mm -hmm. i don't know if that was like planned or if it was like on the fly like hey do you want to come to my house we're gonna watch fucking a great movie yeah i can't think of a 2009 movie sharknado (laughs) (laughs) was that 2009 could have been somewhere around there yeah, so I'm not quite sure how that invitation came about, but according to him, Stacy was like, come over, watch a movie. And so Jim shows up at the house, and they watch a movie with all the kids, and he leaves by 11 p.m., and the children confirmed that he left at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's when Stacy like, went up to bed herself, like, went to go to sleep, and that's the last time anyone saw her alive. Mm-hmm. But, side note, the kids were in the house when she was attacked, And so were their friends. Like, they were having a sleepover when this shit happened. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. How does she not scream and wake up the kids? I don't know. Unless that first stab basically killed her or incapacitated her. Because, like, I was saying right before we started talking about this, if you're a really heavy sleeper and you don't know someone's in there, if they ya, then shit, maybe there wasn't a struggle. But she did have, I mean, like, yeah, other but... wounds on other parts of her body, but it wasn't clear, like, what. So I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't know if there was a struggle. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if I got woken up by being stabbed, unless that first one, like, fucking killed me instantly or made it so that I couldn't scream somehow, I would definitely Ugh. be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You think so? <laughs> it's probably a quote. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know all the details of like what actually happened or what the crime scene was like. So I don't fucking know, man. But all right. there was a lot of fucking people in that house who did not hear her get murdered. That's crazy. And so fucking sad. So sad. I can't imagine. Okay. So Jim leaves at 11, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds kind of shady because... You could be anywhere around there, right? Like, you could be hiding on the bushes or, like, how do we know he actually left? But yeah. Jim's ex-wife confirmed that he had gone to her house that night to chaperone a sleepover that his kids were having. So they were all sleeping over at his ex-wife's house, and he went there to, like, fucking, I don't know, make sure no one's banging or something. I don't know how okay. you chaperone a sleepover. <laughs> I yeah. I haven't reached that peak in my parenthood yet. <laughs> keep the door open (laughs) yeah (laughs) hands where i could see him (laughs) yeah so he had an alibi okay listen i don't necessarily trust jim's ex-wife i know right but then what about those kids i'm sure those kids were like yeah he was there but here's the thing when you're asleep how do you know where somebody is yeah but yeah exactly the kids would go to sleep at some point and like you don't know that dad fucking stayed there the whole time yeah he came back and was on the couch again in the morning yeah right Okay, so the police turn their attention to Ed, and they ask him what he was up to the night that Stacy got murdered. And mm-hmm. he claimed that he was actually at a party that night in Boston, which was, I think, like two hours away from where Stacy lived. And mm-hmm. he even had a friend back him up saying that he was at the party, and they even produced video evidence that he was there. Okay. But I want to know, like, did that video have a timestamp? Like, it's not like in a club or... Or anything. I mean, maybe it was. It sounded just like a house party or something. But was it like a club where it was like, clearly this is the date and time? Or was it just somebody's cell phone? Like, here's this dude here because, one, that could be taken at any time. And two, even if it was at a party, he's only two hours away. You could easily get to her. Yeah, but I think that even like a cell phone. Well, what year was this? Uh, 2009. They had fucking camera phones back then. I think that even a cell phone would have like a date and time stamp on it or it could be like saturday at 9 p.m this video was taken like they'd like all the they'll metadata. have metadata yeah like the yeah 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 metadata stuff geo fucking tags or whatever it is yeah maybe but i mean still two hours you could get somewhere and back and people wouldn't know you're missing well i mean if you left a party at midnight is a normal time to leave a party you get mm-hmm. to her house at 2 a.m is a they said early morning that she died and then yeah. you murder her say it takes an hour you leave at 3 a.m <laughs> i don't know why and then you're finding this funny you're back home by five that takes about an hour like that's pretty early yeah no one knows you're missing yeah no one would have known assuming you your wife or whomever you're with is asleep or your roommates or whoever he lives with i don't know who the fuck he lives with yeah if he even lives with anybody yeah yeah i don't so know there's there's time I get it. Yeah. Also, I gave him a lot of time to murder. You did give him a lot of time to murder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, like I said, both their alibis are pretty fucking shady to me. Yeah. So, either way, they're both prime suspects, which I guess to the police, they have good enough alibis, and that causes this case to go cold. (gasps) All the way cold? It's real cold. So... Ed ended up with custody of all five kids oh, and moved into Stacy's home. Oh, shit. But due to financial hardships, the family had to move. Mm-hmm. And 
I read that the kids eventually moved out of Ed's care and into their grandmother's home, which would be Stacy's mom. Mm-hmm. But that was like in a Reddit thread. I'm not really sure how valid that is. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember, some of the kids were older. I think like two of the kids were like teenagers and then the three daughters were young, which were the ones still being transferred like to and from the co-parenting thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure by this time... The older ones. Are I don't know. Okay, I'm being on their own. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really sure. Okay. Okay. But there are theories that maybe the ex-girlfriend of the local man that Stacy had gone out on a date with what? was super jealous and murdered Stacy, which mm. I don't know anything about that lady. <laughs> yeah. But that's one theory. Okay. But they just went to dinner. That seems like a pretty extreme move. Like, maybe if they were dating and, like, going to move in or something. But this is just a dinner date. I don't think somebody is, like, that far gone that they're going to do some murdering over a dinner date. Yeah, like, after dinner, she might approach her and be like, stay away from my man. And then if it continued, it would escalate. It's not just going to be, like, a straight fucking murder. Exactly. And like I said... The person knew where Stacy was sleeping and all of that didn't disturb any of the kids. Yeah. So that doesn't seem very likely. Yeah, that chick probably um, never had been in her house before. Exactly. Another really weird theory that I couldn't find anything else on other than a quick bullet again on Reddit um, was that Ed's lawyers could have put a hit out on her. And I was like, those are some terrible lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Or some really good lawyers. I don't know how you want to look at that. I mean, but... I guess. Money buys everything, right? But... That's some really conspiracy theory type of thing to me, though. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah. I'm sure it's related to, like, their money issues and going to court and all that shit. But And the lawyers are like, we want to get paid, so. (laughs) Yeah, so let me get you that insurance money. Yeah. No, I don't believe. Next. I don't like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Rumors on some of the message boards that I was reading were that uh, Jim had some psychological issues. And, and th- these message boards that I were, was reading, it was, like, people from the neighborhood who were hearing about the police reports that, like, she had just died and they were slowly getting the bits of information. So it was, like, from 2009 before everybody knew that she was stabbed or whatever, you know? Like, it was as they were getting the information day by day. Yeah. But the rumor was that Jim had psychological issues and that the police had actually been called several times due to him hanging around the outside of her home. Mm. And... They never removed him because there wasn't a restraining order and that he had entered the home through the back door on the night that she like that he would have allegedly killed her. Mm -hmm. And again, those are all rumors. I don't know how valid they are, but I think one of the people were saying that it was a neighbor who kept calling and saying like, yo, there is a weird guy lurking around outside of her home. But when you consider the fact that he waited for. Stacy and local guy to come home from their date that doesn't seem so far-fetched yeah and he literally said you could call it stalking I call it taking care of her so it sounded like he was hanging around a bunch yeah but that's still across a boundary like you shouldn't you shouldn't do that that's still pretty fucking fishy yeah it's super fishy that's why I'm thinking like he am am all of my knowledge of all of their relationships I'm starting to lean towards that maybe it was Jim. Like, if he had this history, according to local rumor, that he 
was lurking around outside the house. And if I take his past actions that we can confirm that he hid out in the driveway and that he said shit about stalking, like that makes me think he could very well have been stalking her and it escalated and he killed her out of jealousy. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I was right. So I'm thinking it's Jim also. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, but here is another little whiplash looky-loopy-loopy turnabout. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. (laughs) Oh, how the (laughs) turntables. Exactly. It turns out that on July 18th of 2019, so just last year. Oh, shit. All right. Ed, her ex-husband, was arrested for, drumroll please, Murder. Stabbing a man with a 10-inch kitchen knife during an argument. But did he stab him in the face, though? Well, I don't really know. But the guy lived, and it oh, looks shit. like he's got, like, a little bit of a violent streak. So there's that. I mean, we knew he wasn't the best. Yeah, yeah, we knew he was a little violent. All of the pictures of Ed from this arrest had a big-ass bandage around his head. So I'm guessing maybe he got stabbed in the head, too. Yeah, like motherfucker was in a fight. Hard, yeah, crazy. He stabbed Mm. a motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still leaning towards Jim here. I kind of am too, which is hard though because Ed literally stabbed somebody. Yeah, but just be okay. Stabbing's not exclusive to murder, especially in a fucking bar fight or whatever. Yeah, kind of, but like, where were they? I think they were in somebody's home. I don't know if they were in Ed's home or the man's home. It was a kitchen knife. All right. Unless he brought I don't it know. with him. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like stabbing's not exclusive to murder. People get stabbed sometimes and it, they like in a fight or whatever. Like you had yeah, a knife but, that we carried when we would go to the bar. Yeah, but I wouldn't like. If you had stabbed a guy, I wouldn't then be like, she's capable of murder. Oh, gotcha. But those are two totally different circumstances. Like, the guy, well, I guess I don't really know the full story about why Ed stabbed the dude, other than it was an argument. But, like, I'm bringing a knife in case I get attacked. I guess I don't know if Ed got attacked. But he wasn't planning it because he had grabbed a kitchen knife. So that makes me think that it's, like, anger-related. Like, that you get so worked up that you could produce that kind of violence. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. But I get what you're saying about, like, just because you stab someone doesn't mean that you're capable of murder. Well, just because you stab someone doesn't mean that you had previously murdered someone. Or just because you stab well, yeah. someone doesn't mean that you are capable of murder. Like, you could have stabbed a person just to be like, ah, k-. Like, it was there and it was a reflex. Not like, ah, k-. <laughs> k-. Not like a, yeah, but not like a premeditated Going into your fucking ex-wife's house, stabbing her in the face yeah. a bunch of times. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's crazy because if you look at both of the guys, they both could fit the picture. Like, yeah, you know, Ed just stabbed somebody last year. Yeah. And then Jim potentially had these psychological issues or was like stalking her and that shit could escalate. So, Mm-mm-mm. but here's another thing. Um, I read in a Reddit thread that someone that had dated Jim put a comment there and they said that there's no way that he could have murdered her because he wasn't the violent type, but that she had met Ed because it was a small town and they like met at a bar and he absolutely gave her the creeps. 
But that's also Reddit, so I don't know how much I believe somebody commenting commenting in the threads, you know? Jim was a violent type. He got in a fight with her boy that she went local guy. Yeah, but I mean, I think a fist fight versus stabbing somebody in the face multiple times is like a different level of violence. But that's like what I'm saying. Just because Ed stabbed a guy doesn't get any different to me than than jim fighting a guy like ed got in a fight he happened to have a knife and stab a guy ed got in a fight he didn't have a knife so nobody got stabbed or maybe he had the knife but he wasn't ready to stab somebody so he didn't i get what you're saying but all i'm getting at is they both pose like the perfect fucking suspect oh yeah for sure for sure they're both violent they're both not great choices in men no maybe not (laughs) no they're both but they I mean, literally in my mind I go back and forth with who it could have been like they both equally in my mind could have done this yeah listen That's I already crazy. chose my suspect so I'm fucking you did doubling down and you're fighting it to the end <laughs> <laughs> I always we'll fight do about this it. yeah <laughs> I'll just pick a stance and be like this is it now and forever <laughs> I mean, I'm literally telling you that Ed stabbed somebody. And I'm You're defending like, Well, just because he stabbed that person doesn't mean that he stabbed her. <laughs> literally. Oh, I think I have a problem. I mean, not that it's wrong because you're right. You're making great points. But also, I mean, could have been. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fucking been. know. Because to this day, no arrest has been uh, arrested. <laughs> made in this case Ugh, so God damn. it's still a cold goddamn case god damn okay wait i should have explained this whole time the day that she died was mother's day did i mention that no <laughs> i was just i totally <laughs> forgot we were waiting for a mother thing <laughs> oh shit i totally forgot to mention oh. i didn't even put in my notes that's silly god damn uh, yeah mother's day? that was mother's day that's that rough. was mother's day <gasps> That's so sad. Her kids woke up in the morning and they were like, I made fucking mom heart-shaped flappies. Do you think that's what it was? I don't know. Probably. They're like, let's wake her up. Oh, my God. They were probably bringing her breakfast in bed. Yeah, they could have been. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, what a waste of perfectly good flapjacks. (laughs) Maybe somebody ate them. No. Are you kidding? You would lose your appetite. Like the worst detective, the worst detective on the scene walked up and he was like, Harshay Flappies. <laughs> I'm sure this is an evidence. <laughs> Dear God. Oh God. Probably. That's probably what happened. <laughs> that's that part didn't make the newspaper, but I'm sure it did. Harshay Flappies. Sure it happened. <laughs> well, goddamn, lady. That was intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like sending you on a roller coaster this time. Yeah, it was a goddamn roller coaster of emotions. And I don't know the answer. Yeah. So there's that. Okay, Aaron, give me your story. Well, I will. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the guy family. Ooh, okay. okay. Not the family guy. Not the family <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this takes place November of 2016 in Knoxville, Tennessee. Ooh, Arate. The Guy family consisted of Joel Sr., who was 61 years old, and his wife Lisa, who was 55 years old, and their four adult children. Alrighty. There were three girls and one boy. Unfortunately, I don't know the names of the girls, but that kind of tells you that the important people in this story are Joel Sr., his wife Lisa, and the son, Joel Michael Guy Jr., 
I knew he was going to be a junior. Right? Yeah, this fucking guy. <laughs> well, what gave it away? The senior? <laughs> right? <laughs> so the whole family lived in Tennessee, except for Joel Jr., who lived in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. How old was he? Louisiana. Louisiana. He was 28 years old, but he was, like, going to LSU. I also heard accounts that he, like, dropped out. I think he'd gone to a couple different colleges, but he was, like, a fucking perpetual student unemployed, right? Got it. Got it. Okay. But he had been in Louisiana for 10 years, or over 10 years at least, and he was being financially supported by his parents. Of course. Oh, man. This is another one of your, like, rich kid story goes and murders his parents because they don't give him an allowance. You'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on November 24th, 2016, which was Thanksgiving. Ooh, your unluckiest day of the whole goddamn year. Mm-hmm. My most fucking dreadful day of the year, which, by the way, the past couple of years, it's been fine. But... <laughs> So it's it's turning over new leaf. Yeah, but historically, it was never a great day for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Joel Sr. and Lisa decided to have all their kids over for Thanksgiving dinner and festivities and whatever, right? Yeah. And the three daughters left that night to go home because they lived in Tennessee. And then uh-huh. <laughs> I started referring to him as JJ in my notes because I was tired of writing Joel Jr. <laughs> and I was like, he probably goes by JJ. <laughs> <laughs> or like Jeju. He does now. <laughs> yeah. Like Bob's Burgers. He, hey, Jeju, get over here. <laughs> so JJ was going to go home on Friday since he lived out of state. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Tell me. Joel Sr. and Lisa wanted to move to Sir Goinesville, which was, oh. yeah, I know, crushed it. <laughs> Which was 90 miles from their current home, and they were kind of reassessing their whole fucking situation, right? They're buying a new house, whatever. And in doing so, they decided that they no longer wanted to support their fucking grown-ass 28-year-old son. Right? Like, hey, I could use this extra money and get a fucking... Sweet house. Man cave. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I always wanted that fucking bar downstairs. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. As soon as I stop paying for your rent. Mm Mm-hmm. So they planned to tell him after dinner, like after the girls left, that he was essentially being cut off. Ooh, okay. So now historically, JJ's worst holiday also. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't really know what happens next. Uh Uh-huh. But Lisa doesn't show up to work on Monday. I fucking called it. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) And her coworker couldn't get a hold of her, so they call the police to do a welfare check. Oh! When the police get there, both cars are in the driveway, but no one was answering the door. Mm-hmm. So then they left, and they came back a little while later to like, hey, maybe they're just fucking out. Or like on a walk or something, right? I don't really know how welfare checks work, but they were like, ah. I was like, this is the worst welfare check. They're like, all the signs point to them being home, but they're not answering the door. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, exactly. But they come back later. Like, they're like, okay. oh, we'll deal with this later, right? Still, yeah. no one was answering the door. Okay, okay. But they could see groceries on the floor in the foyer, like through Ooh, the door. Sign of a struggle. Uh, it's a sign of something. Yeah, like, that's not <laughs> supposed to be there. That yeah. fucking lettuce is going to wilt. 
Yeah, yeah, if not already. Yeah, so they're like, all right, we got to get in there, right? Yeah. And since the couple planned to move, the house was for sale, so the cops called the Mm -hmm. realtor to see about, like, getting a fucking key to get inside, right? Yeah, like a lockbox on the handle or something. They Mm -hmm. can get a key. Something like that. And the realtor actually suggested that they should check the cars for a garage door opener. Oh, fucking genius. The realtor needs to get a fucking pay raise. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, the cops didn't consider that. Think of this. Yeah. Like literally every car that has a garage door. (laughs) It's probably going to have a garage door opener. (laughs) So true. Yeah, and the, the realtor was like, nah, man, I don't have a fucking key. Like, was there a visible key box? They're like, that's why we should call, or was there not? And they're just like, hey, you got a spare you could swing by? like, Or, like, just bust out the window at this point. <laughs> right? Like, you fucking, they'll pay for it. It'll be fine. But yeah. there was a garage door opener in the car, fucking surprisingly. Oh, give and that lady a raise. Yeah, yeah man. I don't oh, know. Man. Yeah, you don't know. Jeez. So they get inside. They get in the garage and they go to open the door to the house. And one of the cops that was on duty that day, his name is Jeremy McCord. He said mm-hmm. that he could feel heat emanating from <gasps> inside. Oh, God. And that's he not good. smelled an odd chemical smell. No. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> A chemical smell. A chemical smell. So okay. they fucking head on inside. Yeah, why and not? Fuck it. Yellow, bro. Yeah. It's your job, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I could breathe through chemicals. It's fine. Mm. I'll be fine. I don't need special equipment for that. Yeah, like, why is it hot inside? It's fucking November. And it smells like chemicals. And it smells like chemicals. Like, maybe it was a chemical fire. I don't know. But they were like, yeah, Yeah. let's do this. Fucking get in there, right? Okay. Yeah. So inside, they said that the heater was turned on full blast, and there were space heaters plugged in and turned on high. It was 93 degrees inside the house. Jesus. I would like to point out that it was like 90 degrees in my house the other day. (laughs) Yeah, but you weren't making it. But it wasn't. Okay. Just imagine how hot that has to be if it's cold, like Tennessee in November. Yeah. Don't actually know how cold it gets. I'm just guessing it gets pretty fucking cold. (laughs) I'm guessing it's like got a chill in the air at least. (laughs) Oh, and you walk in and it's like a goddamn desert day. Ugh. Ugh. And, and then I am just waiting to know what that smell is. Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll find out. But like space heater heat and heater heat is Ugh. just like musty Ugh. heat. I can't breathe. Mm. Yeah. No. Just thinking no. about it. it sounds Sounds awful. pretty bad. Ugh. Also, they could hear a dog barking upstairs. <gasps> Ugh. Yeah. And so they're like, all okay. right, let's fucking investigate this shit, right? Let's so, let the dog out. I know, right? It was a golden retriever. I don't put that in my notes later or anything, but uh, the dog was cool. It was a golden retriever. That's all I know about it. Okay. 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 But there were guns on the dining room table. Okay. Jeremy, who we're on a first name basis with now, right? Jeremy. He's the cop. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, I thought they were all Joel. (laughs) (laughs) They are all Joel. Good, Good memory. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, Jeremy... He goes through, it sounds like such a kid's name. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Like, Jeremy, get over here. Maybe he was a kid. We just don't know. He's a rookie, and we don't. that's why he's taking point on this. Yeah, that's why he just walked into a chemical burning house, feeling, smell thing. Yeah. So he goes through the kitchen, and a pot on the stove catches his eye. Ooh, oh. The stove was on. 
What's but, in the pot? Well, he didn't stop to check it out just yet. Instead. Okay, but something's going. Yeah, something's fucking boiling on the pot on the stove. And he's like, that's okay. Oh, and so oh, he God. starts to go upstairs. And okay. he said, and I quote, it was the most horrific thing I've ever encountered in police work in my life. <gasps> what was it? There was blood everywhere. <gasps> no. All the way down the hallway on the walls and the floor. And he like fucking kept going through it. And he saw scissors and clothes that looked oh, like they had been cut off of a person. Oh. He saw a large knife. And bottles of peroxide, bleach, acid, and rubbing alcohol. Whoa, that is quite a concoction. Yeah. Acid. Yeah, I don't know what kind of acid it was. I don't it's like know. Citric acid? <laughs> like where one buys acid? <laughs> or like, I don't know either. Is it like Drano? Isn't that kind of like an acid? I don't know what I don't know. the acid was. I saw another okay. article that said sewer cleaner, so maybe it was oh, like a okay. Drano type of situation. Maybe that oh, was God. the acid. Why? Uh, well, so I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm dying to know. So the smell was getting worse. Like the chemical yeah. smell was getting worse. And he could smell death on top of all the chemical smells. Oh my God. And he passes by a bathroom and he looks into another room and he sees a pair of hands. What? Just okay. hands. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but just you're just she's fucking hands. tapping her shoulders with her hands <laughs> as if to display them for me. Oh my god! So they're like, wait, where were just the hands? Like in another room upstairs, just hands, just on hands. the floor. Yeah, on the floor, just hands, mm-hmm. just a pair of a hands. A pair of hands. Later to be found oh out. Oh my god! To be Joel Senior's hands. Because spoiler, <gasps> I mean, listen, yeah. Yeah, I always spoil my own stories. <laughs> I do too. It's fine. Oh my god, I fucking called it. I knew. Yeah. I well, I guess I don't really know. Well, we're gonna find out. But I'm pretty sure fucking JJ is looking pretty goddamn suspicious here. Yeah, get out of here, JJ. So uh, they're like, uh, the cops are like, fuck. We obviously have a fucking huge ass crime scene here. All I'm thinking is this rookie cop, Jeremy. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if he was actually a rookie. He was probably a veteran cop. <laughs> All I'm thinking, though, is, like, I'm sure he's got backup and shit and people around. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you're going in alone, I feel like I, you telling me the story, I keep wanting to look, like, behind my back to make sure no one's there. Like, I'm fucking skeeved out. Yeah. Okay. Could you imagine going into this house? Okay. It's like a fucking lair. No. First of all, it's a thousand degrees. Yeah, and then there's space heaters everywhere. And, and there's guns. space heaters everywhere. Have you seen fucking, what is that movie, Seven? Where they yes, go into I that have. place and there's the fucking <laughs> Christmas trees hanging everywhere. And I'm not a fan. Actually, no. I love the movie Seven. <laughs> I know, I do too. But, like, it's just, okay, I think about this house and it's fucking musty. It's a thousand degrees. Ugh. And something's boiling on the stove something's boiling on the stove which then nobody leaves a goddamn stove on so like is a person no. still there i would be so and you're out. still walking through yeah and then you go upstairs cop. blood everywhere yeah scissors blood everywhere drano yeah hands. allegedly we don't really know <laughs> it's not even funny it's creepy <laughs> jesus christ poor jeremy yeah so they fucking shut that shit down, and they're like, okay, we got to fucking... We got hands upstairs. <laughs> That's all they know? We just got hands upstairs? Shut it down. Well, essentially, okay. they're like, 
loop de loop, call them all in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Call call the fucking a thousand call of the us. squad. Yeah, we got to get the investigators out here. I don't know, man. It's a messy yeah. one. So it took the police two days in hazmat suits to process all the evidence. Oh, my God. They find body parts in Tupperware. Oh, Remember that pot on the stove? Yeah. That What's had in the Lisa's pot? head in it in boiling I water. I fucking knew it. It's always I fucking, a fucking knew head. it. What the hell? Are you serious? Yeah. What? There what? Was... Did it have any water in it still? Or was it just boiling? Listen, I don't know. It, it said that the pot was on and that it was in boiling water. So I'm assuming that there was water in it. But also, I've left a what fucking is boiling wrong pot. wrong with people? I don't know. Oh, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. We knew what was in the pot. Oh, yeah. We knew it was in the pot. There were body parts fucking scattered in like... All of the rooms in the house. Now, this is a lot of work. Yeah. There were some body parts in, like I said, in Tupperware. There were some body parts in containers that were, like, submerged in this fucking concoction of homemade acid, which is the chemical smell. All right. So. But why would you Tupperware them then put them in acid? Well, no, 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 no. Like, some were just found in Tupperware. Some were found on the fucking floor. And some were found submerged in, like, another container or whatever with this homemade concoction of acid. Oh. That. A little science experiment. mm Mm-hmm. That had actually caused the pieces inside there to decompose pretty quickly. Which I'm assuming is probably also why all the heaters and stuff are on. Yeah, to speed it up. Mm Mm-hmm. So they said that there were signs of an intense struggle. Uh, yeah, sounds like it. And like I said, some of the body parts and stuff were decomposed pretty badly, but they were able to obviously still identify the victims as Joel Sr. and Lisa. Yeah, I mean, like he left her head on the stove and his hands upstairs, so. Yeah, but I think boiling a head like takes a lot of the flesh off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That's disturbing on so many fucking levels. Yeah, I don't know how long it has to boil for that, but. That's I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know either. And this was like days later, right? Like that Monday. This is on Monday. Yes. Yeah. And Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. was obviously on a Thursday. Yeah. So. Oh. They also okay. said that the cause of death was really difficult to to determine because of the fucking decomposition. Yeah. Unless there's like a bullet hole through a skull or something. Exactly. You're fucked. Yeah. However, they could tell that the couple had been stabbed multiple times and were possibly tortured. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh my gosh. Did they could they determine like a time of death? Like did they die on Thanksgiving or they could days later? And I'll tell you about it. Ooh. So I'm not sure how they connected this to Jeju, but <laughs> <laughs> say it like it's normal (laughs) yeah yeah just go with it sure that's his name Mm -hmm. but he was arrested on tuesday evening at his apartment in baton rouge well you have to consider also Mm -hmm. like if there is like blood and shit and struggle everywhere there has got to be some dna like handprints footprints something you know oh absolutely like evidence yeah there's gotta be but i just don't know what it is yeah at this point i I don't know what it was but we'll get into some fucking 
DNA stuff that might have come from Jeju and like you said fucking footprints or whatever too right yeah okay so fun fact I love fun facts JJ Jeju Joel Jr. he had tried to buy a gun earlier in the day on Tuesday at a sporting goods store earlier in the day of his arrest yeah oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. but he was denied buying the gun because he gave them a fake name Oh, that'll do it. It's not fucking bright, right? Yeah, yeah. Can I see your ID? This doesn't match. <laughs> yeah, can you, What? what's your name again? Yeah. That's weird. So now he's arrested. I believe that he confessed to the murder. Unfortunately, wow. I don't think he gave a ton of details. So I'll tell you what I got. Okay, tell me. Okay, so Thanksgiving was on a Thursday, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And police believe that Jeju murdered his parents sometime between Friday evening and Saturday afternoon. Wow. Okay. I saw somewhere that said that Lisa had actually bought the groceries that were found in the foyer on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. And oh, okay. She had been seen like on fucking CCTV or whatever buying them. Yeah. So. If she bought them Saturday afternoon, then she would have been murdered shortly after she got home, like probably bringing the groceries Ugh, in. Ambushed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that makes so sense. So my thought on it is that like she left to go get groceries. Jeju and his dad are having a little heart to heart. Maybe dad is a little bit more aggressive than mom in the like, no, we're fucking cutting you off. Maybe an argument starts and then he does some shit that he can't really take back. And then mom gets home. Oh, God. Mom's not going to be cool with you just killing her husband. Yeah, got to get rid of her, too. Yeah. So that's my. What is wrong with people? Total speculation. But that's where where my head went. Got it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It does. It's logical. I thought so. I'm a pretty logical person. You know, that's what I'm about. So then mm-hmm. he stayed in the house with them on Saturday night through Sunday and attempted Ugh. to destroy evidence by dismembering them and then putting them in a homemade acid concoction to, like I said, try and decompose the body more quickly. Oh, God. And then he drove back to Baton Rouge on Sunday in order to be treated for severe cuts on his hands at the Louisiana State University mm. Student Health Clinic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they probably did die by being stabbed. Probably, yeah. yeah. That would also probably account for a lot of the blood. Most of yeah, the blood. Yeah, yeah. All of the blood. Well, and it, yeah, exactly. If you're struggling or, you know, mm-hmm. if you're somebody's fighting back that's how you get the wounds on your hand Mm -hmm. you don't get it from like chopping a person up you'd probably be going pretty slow with that they're already dead yeah yeah there's no need to struggle with it yeah so then jju admitted to driving back to knoxville on monday and seeing crime scene tape around the house but he didn't stop to ask like hey what happened here or anything like that right like he just turned around yeah. and drove back to Baton Rouge like, and then nope. was arrested. What was his plan for going there? To, for going back to the crime scene? Yeah. I'm assuming to clean up more or to like oh, try and get rid of more. Maybe going. he wasn't quite done. He just wanted to get his severe cuts Hands taken fixed. care of. Exactly. Oh, shit. So, as I mentioned, he had severe cuts, right? Yeah. Which, as we know from fucking reading about way too much murder. Yeah, too much. Oftentimes, people who stab someone else in a frenzy will cut themselves because the blood makes the knife slippery, right? 
Yeah, exactly. So I heard two different accounts of when JJ bought the chemicals that he used to try to decompose his parents' bodies. Mm-hmm. One was that he bought them Saturday afternoon at a Walmart at 3.30 p.m. And there is supposed CCTV evidence of this. Okay, that would be after his mom went shopping. Mm-hmm. And he had a okay. bandage on his hand at the time. Mm. And when he was asked why he bought these chemicals, he said, quote, I had severe cuts on my hands. Which... Okay, but you don't buy <laughs> acid for cuts. No, yeah. exactly. Like... I could see buying peroxide, like, okay, yeah. that'll clean it, right? Yeah. But he didn't sure. explain the bleach or the acid or the rubbing alcohol or anything else. Like, that's literally all he said yeah. was just, I had severe cuts on my hands. Rubbing alcohol would hurt real bad. Yeah, it would. But you could use that. I could see that as like a disinfectant or whatever. Okay. It would fucking burn, but like that one makes sense, but not bleach or Yeah, bleach Drano. or acid. Yeah. I'm sure those would yeah. hurt probably yeah. worse than alcohol. No. I don't know. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Yeah. But that was the only answer that he gave. So they're just like, all right. Wow. Yeah. So you were trying yeah. On account of they wound up in it and decomposed, I'm guessing you were trying to make an acid bath. Mm-hmm. And then the other account was that he had bought the chemicals at a Lowe's a few weeks before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which to me makes the murders more like premeditated because that would mean that he yeah. brought the chemicals with him from Baton Rouge to Tennessee and you wouldn't really do that if you weren't planning to use them. Yeah, for something like an acid bath. Mm-hmm. So both God. both articles that I read that said different things seemed relatively, I don't know, like detailed, which makes me feel like, like oh, they had, I don't know, transcripts or something that said that. But yeah, I don't know which is true. I wonder if maybe, maybe he bought some, like he brought some with him, like the Drano or some mm-hmm. shit, and then he went and got peroxide and rubbing alcohol there. That could be, yeah. You know, in Tennessee. I don't know. It could be. Also, the one in Walmart said that they had him on camera there with a bandage on his hand. So then that feels like more details. So I'm kind of leaning towards that one. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So the family are the ones that told police that the parents had planned to scale back or end his financial support. Yeah. Like the sisters? Yeah. Yeah. And JJ, like, wouldn't comment on it after he was arrested or anything. But Hmm. that obviously could be a motive. Yeah. A very big motive. A huge motive and one that we've seen before. Yeah. It's not unheard of. Yeah. Turns out. Other than that, the sisters said that there was no arguments during Thanksgiving. Nothing seemed odd or out of place or whatever. And their brother didn't have a history of mental illness. Yeah, like, because heads on stoves, body parts chopped up. Like, what happened in there? And he didn't have any signs of anything no, before? They were like, like, no inkling? Mm-mm. They were like, yeah, everything was totally normal. Which I don't know how wow. normal normal is for them. Because yeah. everybody knows that one person who's like, I mean, it was normal for them. But like. <laughs> yeah, but a little, a little different. Yeah. A little eccentric. <laughs> but for the record, he also had no criminal record before this. So like he wasn't known to be a violent person. He wasn't yeah. you know, anything wow. like that. But also. When you Google him, which you will later, he's got the fucking crazy eyes. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He looks like a 
Well, he just did some shit. Yeah, which I guess those are the only pictures that I saw were like in court or after his arrest yeah. and everything where it's like, Ugh. Jesus, dude, you need to fucking scale back on the crack or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So why was he buying the gun at the at the store on that Sunday? Was that like, was he going to off himself or something? Or like, was that all the guns on the counter? Or on the kitchen table? So I don't actually know why he was trying to buy the guns. Because like you said, there were guns on the dining room table. I don't know if there were bullets in them. I don't know if they were loaded. I don't know if like bullets existed for them somewhere or what. Mm. But my thought would be he'd be trying to buy a gun to kill himself. Because Yeah, that's what I was thinking. At that point, the parents are already dead. Or maybe yeah. he was going to, like, I don't know, do the rest of the family or something. I don't know. Oh, Lord. But my first thought was was the killing himself. Because he was unemployed, a forever student, 28 years old, living off of his parents, who now he's just taken out. So he doesn't mm-hmm. have a living off of at all. Like, Oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Now how are they going to sell the house? Right. Some shit went down. Also... That smell's never going to go away. No. You burn no, that shit into the walls. Sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, so then in 2017, JJ was charged with two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of abuse of a corpse, and one count of felony murder. I don't know why wow. only one. Huh. Interesting. Maybe they could only prove it because of fucking evidence and shit. Yeah. So was his blood at the scene? I can only imagine that it was, but here's the thing. All this buildup, and I don't have an ending for you just yet. Oh, really? His trial date was pushed back to September of this year. It was supposed to start late February of this year, but then the world shut down. I don't yeah. know. But that was like 2016, you said? Yeah, it was, 26, it was 2016. And then his trial got pushed to like 2018. And then now, like the last article that I saw was that it was scheduled for now September of 2020. Oh, and it's not going to happen in September. Oh, no, probably not. Shit. <laughs> so I don't no, have anything. that's crazy. But obviously what the this fuck? guy fucking murdered his parents and dismembered oh, them and yeah. put them in a weird-ass homemade concoction of acid. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they came in on that Monday and found everybody. He drove by on that Monday and saw them and drove away. Mm-hmm. JJ. Yeah. I'm sorry. When did he drive back to get his hands fixed? Was it Sunday? Sunday. So that pot was boiling. I'm still on this pot. That pot was boiling overnight. Yeah. Yeah. That pot was boiling at least from Sunday night till Monday, Monday. whenever he drove back. So maybe even Monday morning. But still, that's overnight. You don't leave a fucking stove on overnight. This is why you're unemployed at 28 and being taken care of by your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, I like I'm very concerned about there being water in that in that in that pot still. I mean, maybe it was on a simmer, like a low, a low boil. They said it was boiling, but oh, Lord, dude. So I want to know about the officer, Jeremy. Do you think he needs like therapy? A hundred percent. Yeah, he's. I need therapy after hearing this story. Yeah, he can't be doing great. He said that the smell would never leave him. No, I can't imagine it would. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah, isn't it? Ugh. 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 Good God. Yeah. Just get a fucking job. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus. It's a lot easier. 
you could pick anything you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> They'll hire you. I mean, you might not last, but like as long as you work, I'm sure you'll do fine. Yeah, if you want it bad enough, try. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That was a fucking goddamn story. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy, right? How do I always yeah. find these ones where like children murder their parents? I don't know, but I totally called it yeah. because of allowance. <laughs> yeah, it's because of an allowance. Like, what a weird niche that I've taken to. <laughs> Listen, at this point, we've just done so many. I think all of them are niches. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we can kind of pinpoint anything. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, this has been a fucking captivating episode for me. Me, too. That one had me. Great story. Yeah. yeah. Yours had me on a roller coaster and mine's just fucking yeah. horrific. Weird. I love the weird ones. Yeah. Weirdly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is there anything else? Should we sign us out? Yeah. Let's head out. Again, happy All Mother's right. Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Okay. I did one that happened on Mother's Day and then you did one of a child murdering both of their parents. So it was very fitting. Boom. Mother's Day. It's like you planned on it. It's like that. (laughs) So don't get murdered. Don't do any murdering. Let's just have a good day. Yeah. Let's all have a good day and tell your mothers happy Mother's Day. Or if you can't, then fucking, I don't know, tell someone else Happy Mother's Day or tell yourself Happy Mother's Day. If you have fur babies, fucking tell yourself Happy Mother's Day. Counts. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to our case, please go to isgdpodcast.com. We also have our links to merchandise and to Patreon, which uh, out of nowhere, we've been crushing the Patreon. We love you guys. Keep coming. It's because they really want us to get a fucking computer for Twitch. We need to do that. I know. <laughs> we really need to. Okay, listen. I've been through some shit this past week, so I'm a week behind on doing any kind of research on getting a fucking computer in there. So I know. We're going to get there. I'm, we want to get there, too. I'm so. trying to convince gonna my happen. husband to research for us, but he's dragging his yeah, feet. that'd be so great. listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. Keep it up. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, but I don't even know how many episodes we have on Patreon now, but there's at least a year's worth in there, so that's 12, because we do one a month. That's true. So it only costs a fucking dollar. Yep. Come join. A dollar. You get 12 episodes. Bam. Right then and there. That'll entertain you for 12 whole damn hours. (laughs) That's half a day. At least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is half a day. So if you're like, what am I going to do today? (laughs) Just fucking binge all our Patreons. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Also, you can follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Send us an email, isgdpodcast at gmail.com. If you have case suggestions or if you just want to say hi, I actually owe a handful of replies back. Like I said, it's been a crazy week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm going to get to it. Also, join our Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod Group. Yes. And... Snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Uh, by the way, whoop, whoop. I'm going to head to the fucking P.O. Box tomorrow, so I'll, I'll be able to check it. Awesome. Again. I'm excited. S- fucking since okay. quarantine. <laughs> Maybe people have taken <laughs> yeah. up longhand since quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be exciting. All right. On that note, bye, guys and girls and moms and dads. And all you people. And and fur baby moms and whomever. Yep. Uh Bye. Bye.
And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Death by Champagne. Hey, listeners, if you're tuning into this show, one, you have good taste, and two, you might enjoy another show that we host called Death by Champagne, the podcast here to keep you up at night. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Olivia. We have topics in all realms. From the reality of true crime to the depths of the occult, we have dozens of episodes to binge that range from hair-raising scares to infuriating miscarriages of justice. We've covered everything from the origins of Satan to the crimes of an unidentified serial killer in our hometown of St. Louis. Other episodes include tales of unsolved mysteries, murder investigations, disappearances, cold cases, hauntings, folklore, and people in history that are stranger than fiction. In Season 3, you can join us for a true crime book club, giving in-depth coverage on cases living in the darkest corners of our bookshelves. Our first multi-part series is on the crimes of Gary Ridgway, focusing on his family, victims, and survivors. So grab your cat keychain, surround yourself in a salt circle, lock your doors, and unlock that phone. Hail Satan. And pop some bottles. <laughs> <laughs>